welcome to day four of 28 days of yoga i'm so proud of you you are sticking with it you're doing a great job so meet me in sukhasana crisscross applesauce or easy seated pose how i'm sitting right now bring your hands to your knees for grounding when you bring the palms of your hands down towards your knees that helps you ground your energy it helps you meditate inwards go internal whereas if your palms are facing out and towards the sky open that leaves you open to receiving energy from the universe and open to external sources of energy so if you want to meditate and ground and go within hands to your knees but if you want to expand and go externally and search for something outside of you, palms <laughs> facing outward. But we have been starting off this 28 days of yoga from a place of grounding, hitting the basics, and really learning how to practice yoga from the beginning. So we've been grounding and going in, and we're going to stick to that theme right now. So hands, palms down, and I want you to bring your shoulders up, pull them back, and drop them down. Keep your eyes closed, and ground down to earth from the base of your spine. Your root chakra is at the base of your spine. The color of your root chakra is red, and it connects you to earth. Your root chakra is the energy of your basic needs being met, your community, your home, the food you eat, your physical body, your ability to ground into earth and to connect to others. Let's start coming into our ujjayi breath. Remember, we're breathing in and out through our nose with a slight constriction at the back of your throat, like we learned in day one. And if you need a little refresher, it's the same motion as if you're breathing out to fog up a glass or a mirror, like, <sighs> except you're keeping your mouth closed while you do it. So you get that constriction at the back of your throat, and that is an ujjayi breath. And you can use that breath in your yoga practice today. Remember, you want it to be loud enough so that someone sitting next to you would be able to hear you, but not so loud that someone sitting across the room would be able to hear it. And on your next inhale, Raise your arms up above your head, interlace your fingers, and using the power of your ribs and your body, just turn to the right. And once you can't turn any further, bring your left hand to your right knee and your right hand behind you. Every inhale, sit up taller and get more length in your spine. And on every exhale, twist a little deeper. If you want to, you can turn your head to look behind you.
On your next inhale, raise your arms up to the sky, back to center. Interlace your fingers with the opposite pinky on top and then turn towards your left as much as you can. And when you can't turn anymore, bring your right hand to your left knee and your left hand behind you. Remember on every inhale, you wanna sit up taller, get more length in your spine and on every exhale, try twisting a little deeper. And when you twist deeper, I want you to use your ribs and your core to twist. I don't want you using your arms to crank into the twist because that might actually do more harm than good on your body. When you're practicing yoga, you never want to feel pain. A nice intense stretch is okay, but always stay with what your body, with what feels good in your body. And that can change day to day. So never focus on how you look in yoga, rather how you feel. On your next inhale, raise your arms up to the sky and keeping your arms up, look up and using your core, so squeeze and engage your core and bring your legs out wide. Good job. Reach, reach, reach up high and flex your feet so that your toes are pointed up to the sky as well. And we're gonna fold forward. And if you need to bend your knees, go ahead and bend your knees. And if you're, this is as far as you're going right here, that's fine by me. I'd rather you just stay up here than round your back. So keep a nice long straight line in your spine and just fold forward as much as you can or what feels comfortable today. And remember, it's gonna look different every day because you're a unique body and your body changes every single day as well. So. Fold forward as much as you want to. And if you do feel more inclined to go further forward than your straightened spine will allow, I'd much rather you bend your knees to make that movement than to mess with the alignment of your spine. Because long term, doing poses out of alignment will cause more harm than good. So it's better to stay in alignment and stay with what's feeling good. So fold forward as much as you can. Just breathing here. Doesn't matter where your body is at right now. You might find as you breathe deep in this pose, you're able to fall deeper into it. But yoga is meant to feel good. So if you experience pain at any point, hop on out of that pose and adjust it until it feels good for you. It's totally okay to skip poses altogether if they don't feel right in your body. Now sit all the way up, nice and tall, reaching the crown of your head up to the sky, sinking the base of your spine down into the earth, getting lots of length in your spine, flexing your feet, keeping your legs straight and long, and slide your right hand over to your right foot while you slide your left hand across the left side of your body until it's up and over your head. Be a nice stretch in your side body. You can look up at your left hand if that's okay on your neck. 
and fall into this pose. Taking some deep breaths. Returning to that ujjayi breath in and out through your nose with the slight constriction at the back of your throat. And then using that same sliding motion that we were doing on the way in, slide on out and keep sliding. Now using your left hand, sliding down your left leg onto your left foot as your right hand slides up the right side of your body and up towards the sky. Breathing here, keeping your legs straight and your feet flexed. And then sliding back up into center. Inhaling your arms up overhead and then folding forward as much as feels good to you today. Let's sit all the way up. We're going to come onto our hands and knees into a table pose. So your wrists are directly below your shoulders. Your knees are below your hips. And we're going to take some cat-cow. So on your inhale, look up, arch your back. And on every exhale, round your back and tuck your chin in towards your chest. So keep taking a few cat-cows at your own pace and feel free to move in any way that feels good here. Maybe you want to take circles or modify in a way to go deeper. Or maybe you want to just stick to some cat-cows. That's totally cool as well. Whatever feels good to you today. Whenever you're ready, go ahead and meet me back into table pose. Bring your hands about a handprint in front of where they are now and slide your feet straight behind you into plank pose. Your wrists are directly below your shoulders. Your feet are straight out behind you. You're balancing on your toes. Engage your core, so squeeze your tummy and keep a long line from the crown of your head to the base of your spine. Pressing down into your mat with all 10 of your fingers. Bring your left hand off the mat. Come on to the pinky toe side of your right foot and stack your hips, your left foot hip on top of your right hip, your foot on top of your foot. Reach your left hand up to the sky, creating a line from your right palm to your left fingertips, coming into side plank, and come back into regular plank, and then come on to the left pinky toe side of your left foot, balancing on your left palm and raising your right hand up to the sky. Come back into regular plank, and then once again on the right side, taking right side plank, Back to regular plank, and on the left side, taking left side plank. Might be a bit wobbly, that's okay. Come back to regular plank, and walk your feet in 
Coming into downward facing dog. Basically your knees out here, bending one knee and then the other. Bend both knees, bring your stomach to your thighs and then straighten your legs. Step your right foot in between your right hands. Line up your front heel with your back heel, taking your back toes at a diagonal towards the front of your mat and coming into warrior one. Now while you're up here, turn your back foot so that your front heel is in line with the back arch of your foot in the middle. Your knee is directly above your ankle. Now you're facing the side in warrior two. Straighten your front leg. Reach, reach forward until you can't reach anymore. And then drop your front hand. Coming into triangle pose. Reaching up to the sky with your left arm. You can look up at your left hand if that feels okay on your neck. And come back into warrior two and windmill your arms down into plank. Bend your elbows into Chaturanga Dandasana. Come up into either upward facing dog or cobra and press back into downward facing dog. Bring your left foot in between your hands. Line up your front heel with your back heel. Bring your back toes at a diagonal towards the front right side of your mat. Line up your ankle underneath your knee and raise your arms up into warrior one. And then you're gonna turn your back foot so that your back toes are facing the side of your mat. Your front heel is lined up with the arch of your back foot and open up into warrior two. Straighten your front leg, reach forward until you can't reach forward anymore and open up into triangle pose. Come back into warrior two. And then step your feet together at the front of your mat, raising your arms up to the sky. Bring your hands together at heart center and then drop them down to your sides. Standing tall in Tadasana, mountain pose. Breathing here. I invite you to take a moment to get a sip of water. Next, we are going to do a few tree poses. So get your water and then meet me back in Tadasana, but we're going to be in the middle of our mats. I say mat, but I prefer a yoga rug. <laughs> I used to practice on mats until I got my yoga rug and it's 10 times better. So if you are still shopping around or if you are looking for an upgrade, 10 out of 10, I recommend a rug. It's a bit trickier to do yoga on a rug because mats are made to be really grippy, but that's kind of one of the benefits as well. 
So it makes your practice a bit more challenging, but it's also, you're also better for it. Okay, so now we are going to take some tree poses. Let me put my hair up for this one, my friend. So stand in the middle of your mat. I'm gonna start with my right foot. Now imagine the four corners of your foot. You're pressing down with all of your toes and with the back two sides of your foot. So press down with your foot. And if it helps you to visualize tree roots growing out of your foot as if you are a tree and these roots are connecting you to earth, put all of your weight in your right foot right now. Stand up nice and tall with all of your weight in your right foot. Reach your arms up to the sky. Visualize that line of energy from the crown of your head to the base of your spine. And now that line of energy is going down your leg, your right leg, and out your foot into earth. You're nice and stable and grounded. And keeping your eyes open, Find a spot in front of you to focus on and pick something that isn't moving. And now you're gonna bend your left leg, hug it in, and you're gonna place your whole flat part of your foot, the bottom of your foot on your leg, either above or below your knee. So below your knee or above your knee, but you don't wanna put it on your knee because that could hurt your knee. So either below, anywhere below or anywhere above your knee. And I want you to be pressing with your leg into your foot as much as your foot is pressing into your leg. So you're coming at it from both sides, really pressing together and balancing on your right foot. And bring your hands together at heart center. Or if you want to, you can raise your hands up above your head. Breathing here. Remember to focus on something in front of you that is not moving. Standing up nice and tall. This is tree pose. Whenever you're ready, you can slowly come out of it, hugging in that left knee and dropping it on the floor. Taking a few steps, shaking out your leg, moving around a bit, and then getting ready to do the same thing on the other side. So stand in Tadasana, nice and tall. Now remember, we're going to visualize the roots coming out of our left leg. So inhale your arms up above you and start visualizing that line of energy from the crown of your head. And this energy is coming down from the universe, from goddess, from God, source, whatever you believe in. This energy is always around. It's always in you and it's coming straight into your crown chakra from the universe, down through the rest of your chakras to your root chakra at the base of your spine. You're going to visualize that line of energy going down your left leg, 
past your left foot all the way into the core of the earth. So you're nice and stable, nice and grounded. You got all that weight in your left foot. And you can slowly raise your right leg, bend your knee, hug it a little bit before you take your foot and put it anywhere, either below or above your knee. Remember to press with your leg onto your foot. So you're pressing your leg on your foot as you press your foot on your leg. And just like any other pose in yoga, your body is going to be different on different days. So today when you're practicing this, you might be really wobbly and having a hard time staying up, but you might come back and do this practice another time and be totally stable and totally fine. So your self-worth is not based on how you look in your yoga pose. It's called a yoga practice because it's a practice. We're practicing and the benefits come from doing it, showing up and trying. It does not matter how you execute it. So we're gonna look at our object in front of us that isn't moving to help us stay nice and stable. Be sure to press into the ground with all four corners of your left foot, pressing your right foot into your leg and your leg into your right foot. Engage your core, and if you want to, you can lift your hands above your head. Breathing here. And when you're ready, meet us back into Tadasana. Then we're going to do a little shake, shaking out our arms and our hands. Just shake your whole body, releasing some energy. You can shake your booty, shake your feet, shake your legs. Shake, 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 shake. <laughs> and then we're going to bring our legs out wide and try to sit all the way down. Coming into Malasana, so your butt isn't going to touch the earth, you're going to just take a really, really deep squat. Slowly, carefully, just try to come all the way down. It's a bit of a challenge. And keeping your spine long. So as you're doing this, the crown of your head is still reaching up to the sky. The base of your spine is reaching towards the earth, and you're keeping your spine nice and long, trying to keep that nice straight line. So bring your hands together at heart center. Keep your legs as wide as you want them in your squat once you get into malasana. And as you're doing this, make sure your toes and your knees are tracking in the same direction. All right, here, here we go. As slowly as you can. Try to go slower than me. Keeping yourself back. Pulling yourself back. Ah. <laughs> it's a bit tricky. And you can adjust once you get down here. Do you want to bring your legs further in? And then sit all the way down, coming back into Sukhasana. And now we're going to switch the cross of our legs. Take some deep breaths. Let's take some circles on our spine, if you so fancy it. 
So just pushing your chest out, looking up, kind of like cat-cow, right? You know, round your back and tuck your chin in. But instead of just going up and back, I like to go up and around and back and down and to the side and move all over. So whatever version of this that you want to do right now, or like maybe you want to do something totally different, do whatever you want. It's your body. <laughs> and if you were doing circles with me, I'm going to switch directions and go the other way a few times. Really stretching out my spine, getting all those cracks out. And then I'm going to lay all the way back onto my back. Hug my knees in. I'm going to grab... The pinky toe sides of my feet, my elbows are going to come into my armpits, into happy baby. I like to mess around with my feet here, crack my toes, give myself a little massage, whatever you want to do. I'm going to reach my root of my spine down so it's kind of more flush with the mat and rock back and forth, kind of playing with my happy baby here. Coming back in the center, I'm going to straighten my left leg and my left arm, bend it again and straighten my right side, bend that again and then hug my knees into my chest, take both my knees off to the right side and look over towards my left, breathing here. And then come back to center and drop my knees off towards my left and look over to my right. Hug my knees back into center. And right now, take this opportunity to do any other pose that you might want to do. Move in any other way you might want to move in before meeting me in Shavasana. We're going to flop our bodies down, completely relax here. You could even grab a blankie or a pillow and breathe, not in any controlled way, but just be here now. Try not to think of anything. Clear your mind. Focus maybe on if you can hear the rain that I hear or any external noises around you. Or focus on nothing at all.
Slowly start to move your fingers, wiggle your toes, roll out your wrists and your ankles. Reach your arms up above you and roll off onto your right side. Slowly make your way back into Sukhasana, where we started our practice. Bring your hands together at heart center. Remember to be kind to yourself, to be kind to the universe, and be kind to all life everywhere. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to day four of 28 days of yoga. Let me know how you feel after this practice. Leave a comment below and be sure to tune in tomorrow for day five. You are doing great. I'm so proud of you.